If you found this podcast on your feed today, uh, it's because we have a very important announcement. Uh, first of all, this is Kid Nation Nation, the only Kid Nation Nation podcast. Um, I am Will. I usually have a superlative at this point, which is related to the episode we're watching, but this episode is not episode related, so I have no superlative. You can call me Sean then. <laughs> uh- my my name is my name is Tyler. Also, no superlatives prepared. I'm just super excited about uh, what we're bringing you guys today. Uh, I'm Gary. I don't have something funny to say. Just that I'm excited and nervous, and I'm 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 just I'm I'm so ready. Uh, let's go. <laughs> After my and I'm assessment. Michael, and I'm disappointed in all of my other hosts for not being funny. <laughs> <laughs> so. Uh, what we have for you today is very special. We are joined by one Laurel McGough, who uh, you all might know as Laurel, leader of the green team. Say hi, <laughs> oh, shoot. That's you? <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, stop. I was wondering. He's hoping I come over later or something. Yeah, no, it's me. We should, have done, we should have done a bit where we were like, please welcome Lauren McElroy. <laughs> <laughs> Am I pronouncing that right? <laughs> Hello. Oh, Laurel's on the show. Hi, Laurel. Hi, how are you? Doing great. Good. I mean, we already went through this, but I don't know if you want to do the how are you first. Yeah, we, yeah we've got to pretend like we're meeting yeah. for the first time. Okay. You've just picked up the call. <laughs> we haven't been on here for 13 minutes. This is a brand new... <laughs> <laughs> well, hello. I will say everyone is looking sharp. I do like the color, the, the printed T-shirts. Oh, thank That's you. That's nice of you. changed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Yeah. Man. Um, so uh, I guess oh, I have been put in charge of our intro questions for you. Um, so basically, we're just going to have a fun conversation today about... The best way to have uh, fun is to yep. announce it before yeah. it happens. <laughs> We are going to have fun. We're going to have some mandatory fun um, <laughs> with our friend Laurel. Maybe talk about Kid Nation, but may- maybe some other stuff too. Um, so I guess the biggest question that we want to start with is like, what are you up to these days? What's been going on? Uh, I know things have been totally normal. Um, I'm sure you've been doing lots of fun stuff. What's What's been going on? Um, I, I do. Uh, this question in, in the midst of coronavirus is always the worst because yeah. Yeah. I'm doing anything. Um, but exactly. <laughs> uh, I'm 25 years old. I live in Hoboken, New Jersey. Um, I moved to New York City when I was 18 to attend Pace University. Um, yeah. And I've been in the area ever since. Now I'm in Hoboken. I have been doing a, a couple different jobs. I was just in a software sales job that I was really good at but didn't like, which was most jobs. Uh, <laughs> you just described a job. Yeah. <laughs> um, and unfortunately I got laid off, so as of oh. now I am oh. kind of hanging, um, yeah. watching TV, re-watching episodes of Kid Nation, trying to read books, <laughs> pretending I'm reading books. I'm not reading any books. <laughs> <laughs> I respect it. 
Yeah, no, there's no, um, definitely some drinking and sitting on my couch and um, trying to get through this very weird time right now. Um, so, yeah, mostly that's that's what I'm up to, ready to get back into the swing of things, hopefully, and get my life together. But as of now, got to be on unemployment and no one's hiring, unfortunately. Oh, yeah. I feel know that life oh too well right now. <laughs> <laughs> we were all sitting around in like May and like I was on like week six of like leave, like unpaid leave. And we were just like, mm-hmm. we should do a podcast about that show that we talk about a lot on the other show. <laughs> and so that's where that's where this came from. So without coronavirus, I- we wouldn't have this. So. Thanks, I guess. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, without coronavirus, I don't think anyone would have had the idea to like rewatch shows and binge watch things that they haven't seen in a decade. So, uh, thanks, Rona. That's worth. I feel that that's thing. worth hundred thirty thousand likes. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, more important questions here, I guess. Um, you know, you were twelve years old, right? When um, when the show was filmed, correct? Correct. Yeah. Uh, we just wanted to know, like, is it super, super weird having an event from your childhood sort of captured in amber and becoming a reality TV touchstone? Because, you know, it, it's got to be really weird hearing people talk about this in 2020, especially, you know, a couple of goobers like us in podcast form. <laughs> so what's what's that what's that entire process like? Yeah, like it's, it's, how's that been? It's definitely strange. Um, it's definitely sometimes hard to look back because, I mean, what I always say is, were any four of you um, cool, attractive at twelve? <laughs> and <God> like, no. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So it was a very awkward time in everyone's life to really exactly. be captured for the world to see. I mean, everyone had braces and like mm. acne, and you know, very. Um, no one looked good. Uh, you know, let's put it that way. Um, but other scabs on the faces. Yeah, just faces (laughs) peeling off, pulling off lips, like everyone. (laughs) (laughs) We all lost a set of lips at one point there. (laughs) Are you sure these are children and not Frankenstein's monsters? (laughs) (laughs) Can can we ask about that? What that that has been a a, a topic of conversation on our show. Yeah, it was a topic of bullying for three years for me, so good. What was the scabbing about? Was that just from your the challenges? Is that everybody got like, everybody looked so fucked up? Like, yeah. is it desert or we were pretty fucked up to be honest. <laughs> uh, well, it was it was just it was the middle of the desert, and you know I know uh, Tyler, you said you live in Los Angeles, right? Yes. So, but it was the New Mexican desert, so it mm. was desert weather times like ten, basically. Right. So it was really really hot or cold and really 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 dry air. And a lot of us were from the East Coast, so our bodies were used to that kind of cold, humid oh. air. And I think once we got there, our sleeping patterns changed, our diets changed, and the weather was insane. And <laughs> it I definitely think looked insane. It was insane. <laughs> it was blizzarding one day, 90 degrees the next day. Um, so our bodies were all just like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> <laughs> I think it ended up just having like all of us just have our faces peeled off because we were definitely dehydrated, I'm sure. And oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. probably <laughs> not eating well or getting any nutritional value, really. Um, so I think our bodies reacted that way. Oh, CBS. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, the water tower we was just sitting there eating the a burger, show. like looking at us like, oh, you guys hungry? Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> Sucks for you. On yeah. episode, episode two, I think it was Michael or Gary was like, I forget who it was. Like, did Greg get hit with a shovel? Because like his face is all bloody. I think he got into a fight with someone, or was 
wrestling tracks. <laughs> I know he fell on a floorboard and scraped his chin. Uh, so yeah, he tripped. That wasn't that wasn't the erosion ripping his skin off. <laughs> but, um, no, he he fell. He did fall. His was pretty uh, pretty intense. Mm. He didn't sue though. He didn't sue. <laughs> yeah, oh, look at that. B- buckle up. <laughs> Uh, oh, man. My my biggest question, and this is a, I, I didn't I didn't think about this question when I was thirteen because I was like, oh, neat, it's like Survivor, but it's me. Uh, <laughs> but now that I'm now that I'm uh, you know twenty six, twenty seven, I'm looking at the show and I'm like, what was the objective they pitched to you? Were they like, you guys are going to go to this ghost town and atone for your forefathers' mistakes? <laughs> or they're like, oh, it's going to be like a summer camp thing on TV. Because one of those sounds realistic, and one of those sounds... Fuck right. wild. Yes. <laughs> Both, yes. Um, <coughs> excuse me, not coronavirus, just... Um, I'm mind. six feet, it's oh. fine. <laughs> She's going to give us the Roni on Skype. <laughs> <laughs> um, so basically, I, it was during the time, it was 2007, the Iraq war was huge. Mm. And Bush was sure kind of, was. Sure was. And I think the purpose of CBS was they were obviously trying to prove that children who, you know, hadn't been jaded by the world yet could form a better functioning society than what George Bush was placing in front of them <laughs> was like 100% the fact. Okay. Um, but the when they pitched it to us, they kept saying to me, we're going to build a town. So for about the first, like, two weeks of me going through the interview process, I was like, do I need to bring a hammer? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yeah, I'll be on TV. I don't know jack shit about building anything, but you and Bob Vila. <laughs> yeah, and they kept saying that build a town, build a town, build a town. I'm like, and then we're gonna be helping us? Like, I don't know how to do that. <laughs> like, I'll um, do it. <laughs> I mean, I'll do it, but I don't know. It's not gonna come out good. Um, so, but the code name at the time, they didn't call it Kid Nation at the time because they didn't want the press to pick up on the name. And put it out there before it had been filmed. So the yeah, entire time they were calling it, um, they were calling it the Manhattan Project. <laughs> oh, that's <laughs> better. Nice. They're calling it the Stanford Prison Experiment Two. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, was that kind of like the general vibe while you were out? I mean, obviously, what you were pitched was different than kind of what it turned into. So, right. what while y'all were out there, was it like? we just need to get a gold star? Was it, we need to build a town? Or was it like, yeah, green team rules, red team sucks, sort of vibe? And and along those same lines, um, not to cut you right off, but um, how was it pitched to your family? Because I'm assuming they had to get the families on board first. (laughs) Right, right. right. Um, So basically, well, we we were at the perfect age to kind of be opinionated enough to make our own decisions, but still also have adults lead us and guide us. Um, right. So I think we were just at that age of being like so hopeful about the future and really thinking we were changing things. And, yeah. um, you know, like freshman in college. that dude. <laughs> so, yeah. So that, that was kind of the vibe. And that was at that age. Um, we, we weren't like, we were really like, let's make a better society than what adults did, um, which was, how it was pitched to us basically okay. other than building a town it was sort of like build a better society and, and we we ate that up as 12 year olds of okay. course you hate adults right yeah 
my only thing, you know, when they told me I was like six weeks away from my family, I can do whatever I want and like I can't get in trouble for it. Uh, because I was kind of like a loud, opinionated kid. I was always getting sent to the principal's office or mouthing off to teachers and things like that. Wow. So I was like, finally, I won't, you know, get <laughs> reprimanded for this. Um, That's but- kind of shocking to hear because the way that you're presented in the first episode is, yeah. this is Laurel. She's really good at school. <laughs> <laughs> Laurel's shaking her head no you big mean, time. You mean they lied to us? Uh, so basically all the kids had... Uh, real like interesting things about them so especially the original council mike was a like boy scout leader wilderness person angie was a spelling bee champion who had skipped two grades so he was supposed to be my he was my age he's in sixth grade but at the time he was in eighth grade oh my god Um, wow we didn't know that right yeah he graduated high school at like 15 or 16 or something like that something wild and then taylor was this like spoiled beauty queen, uh, Miss Universe type. And then I think I just had a lot of balls. (laughs) That's why you're our favorite. (laughs) We love balls on this podcast. Student leader. I mean, I was 12. What could I have let? (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, it was just sort of like, I don't think um, I was an intelligent kid. I was a mature kid. But I, I, I just think I wasn't afraid of adults at all. Um, and I think that's kind of what got me on the show. What actually, what they told me really got me on was one of the last interviews or auditions. I was in the room with Tom Foreman and Les Moonves, who were the heads of CBS. Oh, okay. And yeah, I didn't realize yeah. that at the time. <laughs> yeah. Even if I had heard that, I would have been like, okay. Um, Julie Chen's <laughs> husband. And yeah, exactly. And uh, there was a guy in the room who was one of the big producers, who was super big Republican, super big conservative, and really talking in favor of the Iraq war and George Bush and things like that. And him and I got into an argument, like a full battle. (laughs) No, (laughs) moral. Literally. uh, My, my father is a special agent for Homeland security. So he um, is very, he was very involved in things that were going on in the war and with terrorism and Al Qaeda and things like that. So I was very well aware of everything that was going on. Um, And I knew, I didn't really know a hundred percent why, but I knew I was against it. And I I really uh, kind of went at him with that. And I think they were just sort of impressed that I didn't back down. Um, So that was really kind of what got me on. I was a student leader, like within my friends. I think I was just bossy. Um, (laughs) I I definitely probably told the girls in the playground, like what to do and they did it. But I don't know if that necessarily makes me a student leader. (laughs) But I I think they had to throw a tagline onto me just to make me look more appealing. They were like, ah, she's got a Boston accent and she says whatever she wants. Student leader, that'll work. You know, they should just (laughs) pay a pay or something. Um, We have a thing. Sorry. Sorry. I was going to say, was it, as far as the, you know, interview process and everything, were you, was it like they would interview kids and audition kids and the ones that were really, really good had, were like, uh, had a chance to become OG Town Council or like, how did that go? No idea. I have no idea all that, like, sorry. No, no, you're not, sorry. Whole process went, every single person got on the show for a different reason. Um, So their whole process was different. Um, I got on because my I grew up acting and doing theater, and my brother did a little bit as well. In uh, before he, you know, turned thirteen, and you know, oh, that's gay, so he didn't do it anymore. <laughs> yeah, 
even though that was, you know, his direct quote, um, which was unfortunate because he was really good. Um, but he was on a television show on PBS called Fetch with Ruff Ruffman when he was 12. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I know Fetch with Ruff Ruffman. He was on that show. Um, he was the OG Fetch with Ruff Ruffman cast. And he, um, my mother had become really good friends with one of the producers on that show. And they had kept in touch over the years. And then once they started casting Kid Nation, she was working on the show and she said does laurel want to come in for uh an audition or an interview or anything like that and i you know i said sure um so i went in and then i you know we were all auditioning there were three pro like three different rounds we had a phone interview um an interview in like the closest big city in our state so boston and then an interview for all of us in los angeles and there was about 70 of us out in la i would say Wow. Um, and then they, they casted it. They called me. I don't, I don't remember exactly when. And they said, you're on the show. I said, great. And then I was scheduled <laughs> to leave. Um, and then they called me about a week before I was supposed to leave. And they said, hey, by the way, not only are you like going to be flown into this ghost town, you know no one. You're not going to talk to your parents. <laughs> electricity, no running water, barely any food. Mm-hmm. Um, but on top of that, we're going to make you the leader of the town. Oh, <laughs> my God. Oh, wow. And I was like, what does that mean? And they 12. were like, we'll see when you get here. <laughs> You'll <laughs> see when you get here. But, uh, they didn't tell us anything oh, about what I was going to do or what we were, you know, whatever. So we flew out a little bit earlier just to me, Mike Taylor, and Anjay to meet each other. In hotel rooms by ourselves. What? <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Looking back, it's like... But, um, Weird choice, but okay. Weird choice, Weird flex, <laughs> but okay. Um, but, uh, yeah, so that happened, and then we met each other, um, and they took us, like, to the movies, and they took us mini-golfing, you know, <laughs> give us, like, a taste of happiness before they took it all away. <laughs> and Santa Fe experience. <laughs> And in Santa Fe, there's there's a mini golf court area, of course. That's all I found out. Um, and then uh, day of filming, day one, they took us and said, get on the helicopter and see where you're going. Wow. Oh, my Lord. So we Nothing. The helicopter is so cool. It, yeah, that was, that was so a really cool way to start it. Very uh, were all your teams already picked out for you as well? Or, or did you all actually do like a schoolyard? Okay, cool. Because... Obviously, I mean, it's it's, you know, no question that Green Team is, was our favorite um, and, and, you know, one of the favorites at the time for sure. Um, how did you end up with all the empaths? Did you just kind of just sense it or? or... Yeah, I think I just kind of sensed it. Um, seriously, the first day we got there, I I mean, I knew I was 12 years old and, you know, there were people younger than me, but there were also a lot of people older than me. And I was just, you know, trying to put them in put myself in their shoes and think like if I'm a 15 year old girl and some 12 year old girl walks up a helicopter and tries to tell me what to do. I'm going to tell her to go fuck herself. You know what I mean? (laughs) Yeah. So I was trying to just have that mindset of like, all right, don't be too power hungry. Just try to like make friends. And the people I had made friends with on that first day were Morgan, Sophia and Michael. Um, And then the rest, I I don't like, I, I only memorized like 12 people's names or so. Mm-hmm. Um, cause we had picked them on day two and, um, there were about four people that I didn't know who I was getting. Um, I didn't <laughs> oh, know wow. I, yeah. I didn't know who they were. I didn't know, uh, who Hunter was. I didn't know who Savannah was. I didn't really know who Kennedy was. Um, mm-hmm. and they all turned out to be awesome. So that was just really luck. Luck of the draw. God. We love Kennedy. 
Oh, Kennedy. You know, it's yeah. It says a lot about um, us three grown men who pretty much have all the kids' names memorized, and you are on the damn show. <laughs> I hope no one makes that into a soundbite, but I hope that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm more so saying that we're pathetic. Is what I'm trying to say. Okay, R. Kelly. I think. Um, yeah. <laughs> I think Hunter's the only the only kid in the show we haven't seen so far who hasn't given a testimonial because yeah. we've, yes. we've been keeping track of like our kind of like drinking game is like all right new kid drink and i think hunter's the last one to be introduced because we got we got kennedy last episode and we got hunter's an angel like real georgia angel like i mean god i he was the best so you're gonna love hunter cool yeah so yeah, I was gonna say like- it makes you feel better. I I didn't know who Hunter was, and I still don't know who Hunter was is yet. <laughs> but we'll get there. The small blonde child. Um, <laughs> small blonde child. Yes, you will meet him. Uh, episode nine or ten, I believe. It's actually really funny that you're talking to me during the episode that you're on because am I? Where am I at right now? <laughs> you're, you're still there. You're still a leader. You uh, are in power. I think that's about to change. Um, from what we've heard, yes. from, from what I'm they've about heard. To be- very pissed off from what I've from yeah. what I've gathered. <laughs> okay, so you've seen the episode where I don't switch my district and I look like I'm in a really bad light. That's about to happen. That's about to happen. You you, you just spoiled that for half our camp. Sorry. Uh, no, right. no, it's <laughs> it's fine. It's we we told fine. them to watch the episodes before this. This was homework. <laughs> it's all good. Okay. Well, you'll find out shortly. But um, I was just because <laughs> this is like a very controversial time for me on the show, like these next few episodes and right. might not like me. Oh, I don't well, know. If... No, we like you. Okay, good. <laughs> <laughs> That's the thing. There are some people on the cast that I don't know if they could do something to make me not like them. And there are some people on the cast that you could not say anything. Like I could not find out anything from you on this interview that would make me like Devon or Tay. <laughs> <laughs> me either. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. Okay, good. We have a bad habit of praising kids, and then the next episode we'll be like, "Oh, this kid gets our, you know, our gold star for the week. This kid rule. It was Colton." And then the next episode, Colton went on his like Christians rule juice suck. Yeah, rant, exactly. and we were like, oh, roll it back, roll it back. Twenty twenty PC is just me sitting there like cringing watching that. Yeah. Stop! Stop! Oh, Please. S- Savannah's being like, I don't want to be in the same room as Jewish people. Yeah. Or, or anyone people. else. <laughs> this is a long pause. Really, uh, <laughs> you really called them out specifically there. Yeah. Um, I actually rewatched that episode last night. I, I have to do it before interviews because it's so long ago. And that episode is crazy. Oh. It's, oh, rewatching yes, yeah. it as an adult, that is insane. Yeah. It really is, isn't it? Like, <laughs> oh. It was our reaction, and we weren't there. <laughs> yeah, you were and there. I, I'm fine, and I'm still looking at it going, who would let their kid? Like, <laughs> and like, that's what's crazy is is the, the speed at which this show accelerates. We've talked about this before, that like, you know, the first episode, it's it's like, oh, this is kind of crazy. And then the second episode, they make you commit murder. And then <laughs> it just, there's no way it can just keep going and get, get more crazy from here. But it just goes exponentially. I always appreciated. I appreciated that the chicken murder comes first, and then they're like, "Maybe you should find God." Yes, <laughs> all together. Wash away the sins. Actually, the best, 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 best episode was cut. Unfortunately, 
We uh, had a huge political debate in the saloon. Oh, no. 40 of us. And, you know, at that age, you're just kind of regurgitating what you hear at home. You know, you right. can't really form your own opinion yet on politics. Um, you know, so uh, you know, some of the Georgia kids were saying things that I was like, oh, you <laughs> oh, your family no. doesn't brush their teeth. I can already tell. <laughs> <laughs> And, um, oh my God. and they have toothbrushes. And they have, <laughs> they just, <laughs> they just, just so heated, so, so heated. Um, and I mean, people were screaming at each other because you've got Boston and Chicago and Atlanta and Texas and Seattle, like all these places. And they were the quintessential stereotypes of those kind of political alignments. Oh, and we battled. And I think it was that controversial that they cut it. Which oh would be best? Was that just did that happen? Did that happen naturally, or did the Pioneer Journal prompt that discussion? <laughs> I think it happened naturally. The journal oh. did. We called everyone in. And we were like, "Let's hear everyone's opinions on this." Hell um, yes! Wow. Said Light Bush, the powder keg. <laughs> two thousand seven Bush Iraq War. You know, so so prominent. So it was something that was. I mean, you saw when Savannah said they're going to hang us like they did Saddam Hussein or something. Yes. <laughs> there was no way I could have missed that. So, yeah. Like, no, yeah. It, that was on a 10-year-old girl's mind. You know, yeah, that was, like, it was, yeah. And they cut it, unfortunately. Yeah, that's on our Kid Nation bingo so, sheet. Like, uh, <laughs> I, 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 or, or Bush administration reference. <laughs> <laughs> but you so, can't write that. I mean, that's just... That's just yeah, weird. of course. Since we're on the topic, uh, you wouldn't know this uh, unless you have been listening to the podcast. But I'm the biblical scholar of the uh, of, of the podcast, uh, and I pick out a lot of similarities between uh, you know the holy book and this show. And I was just wondering if if you picked up on any allegories uh, in your time there, any parallels between uh, you know Don't. yourself and Jesus, or and anything like. That. <laughs> Don't worry about offending him because he's absolutely doing a bit. Yes. Okay, I was Don't worry. We, we, we are not a Christian podcast. Well, I'm glad that that was the first thing to make you uncomfortable and not my misguided joke about us remembering all the children's names because I still feel bad about that. And that was like five minutes. Remember Taylor? <laughs> Laura, please to. no. I'm sorry. Too soon. Um, what was the question? I got off topic. Uh, we discussing? Kind of, oh, biblical but if you I would like it. to, you know, drag up any biblical similarities, feel free. No. The most no, obvious one is Jared knocking the table over in the temple. Well, Jared is God. If it's <laughs> out of the town, it's Jared. Yes. <laughs> That's a no-brainer. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, I mean, you're obviously our, our favorite contestant from the show. And, like, we're not, not just saying that because you are, are here with us. That is very true. Uh, but I do think that, you know, the way that Jared is presented is – He's a bit of an enigma, and people are curious about that. How was he actually on set? Because we've heard some conflicting things. He was worse, too. What you saw. I mean, I in, thought he in was all ways. hilarious. Even when he said crazy things, I was like, this kid deserves it. There should have been a spinoff show just for Jared. <laughs> yes. Young Jared. Jared Nathan. Just, just Jared, Jared living in the town. And I... <laughs> Great show. I like to believe that he's still there. <laughs> <laughs> he never came. He still has the pimp hat on. He's never. <laughs> yes. The uh, things that would come out of his mouth were just in, insane. I mean, did you? Um, he did this thing. I don't know if you guys have gotten there yet, where he made little 
necklaces. Oh yeah, Bonanza City. And a lot of people think he carved that with a knife. He used a magnifying glass in the light. (laughs) <laughs> That's, yeah, it's unbelievable who thinks that we, we, I, I saw those and I was like a kid really made those because they look good look they look really good yeah they were like who thinks to do that so he um, if anyone is the most the best representation of what that show is it's Jared <laughs> Jared. I, I, I heard from uh, there was an AMA Michael thought did an AMA on, on Reddit I don't I, know if you've I seen it or not yeah. I, I, I've heard um, for multiple sources, actually, more than just Michael, that he he was more belligerent than what was shown. Of course, there, we, we saw the scenes. We saw the scenes where he was flipping the table and stuff like that. But apparently, he picked fights and stuff. And, and that's oh man, uh, many 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 a human got hit by Jared or shoved by Jared at one point. Um, luckily, wow. I don't think I was on his shit list as much as Devad was, but. It was a- uh, I was on that list. Actually, what's what's interesting about Jared is he had to have, like we we jokingly called it the Jared Wrangler. They had <laughs> to have like a, a producer with him at all times. So oh, wow. time you see him on screen, like right to the right or right to the left of him, is his like babysitter essentially. Holy that crap. is very <laughs> interesting because we we always said uh, watching through the show we never there's a lot of. like screen time that jared gets where he's not necessarily talking to other kids but he's talking to the camera right so that would make sense if there was somebody with him the entire time that actually makes right right it's very you know like be separated and just be with her sometime one of our one of our bingo slots is jared talks to another child and that's that's a hard hard one to get because it never happens on camera the only time yeah. when he flirted with Miklai. Have you guys gotten there yet? Yeah, no. No. Oh, yes. oh my yeah, god! With the pimp hat. I am so excited to finish this series. Oh, oh my it's, god! It's so good. He hit on Miklai, which to me, I mean, that's just. He that's, wasn't egged on to do that. No. Oh my lord! That's what I mean. You can't write it. He was. No. Oh wait, is that when he right after he has the pimp clothes and he goes, "I love this city." <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> He's got the cane. And she, and she, and she does her little, like, tee-hee. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, Jared. Get away from me. <laughs> uh, so so in, in planning the podcast, you know, you and you and I were going back and forth on Twitter. And um, you asked us what we were doing. I was like, oh, shit, what are we doing? Uh, what what would you like to, you know, bring up <laughs> on the podcast? Uh, and, and you let us know that you really wanted to spend some time talking about kind of what you referred to as uh, kids who are mis- misrepresented or even underrepresented. So I definitely wanted to kind of take some time to uh, go through that with, with you here. Um, what, I mean, there's, there's a lot of kids. We were just introduced to Nathan a few episodes yeah. ago and, and I, even I Pharaoh. And at that point too. So <laughs> fair, fair. Uh, that that's a great scene where you walk up and you say, "Hey, what's going on, bud?" And he's like, "I'm homeschooled." And you're like, "Oh, uh, <laughs> so- <laughs> what's your deep dark secret? I'm homeschooled." All right then. <laughs> they did. So- they did tell me to do that because no one really knew anything about Nathan, and they were like, <laughs> "Can we get to do this?" Like, then they like, "You go talk to him about anything." <laughs> He interviewed for the show. They should have known something about him. They didn't right. tell me, you know. And um, yeah. but yeah, what were you saying? I'm sorry, I keep getting off. Oh, track. oh, no, no, all good. Just, just some, some of the other cast members that you felt were misrepresented or underrepresented. I will say, I can't really say anyone was misrepresented. Uh, I never watched the show, and I was like, that's not at all how it happened. Or uh, wow, I yeah, I can't really say that. Underrepresented 
Um, there were a few people. Um, Pharaoh is actually the first person that comes to mind. Yeah, we talk about him a lot about how he was represented. He <laughs> was such a huge part of the whole show and everyone's friend. Um, you know, he was so funny and so, so like one of the funniest people I've ever met. And um, oh just really happy and always willing to help and came from a really poor background and we really wanted to give him the gold star of the episode that nathan got it um oh wow but the producers basically said we don't have enough film to justify an entire episode about pharaoh the audience yeah like the audience won't know who he is so like give it to him So there was a lot of producer influence in those decisions then? That was the only time that I recall them stepping in and telling us what to do or who to... I don't know why. It was very strange. That's that's awful. It's really fucked up. And and it was the type of thing where, like, I was 12. I didn't really know how to fight back on that. Yeah, Uh, Yeah, I mean... You could have yelled at Ghost of Pharaoh and just see what they did. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man, could you... I do think of Taylor... Mm-hmm. I wasn't friends with her then, really. Um, we're not friends now. But she she was like a 10-year-old girl, 11-year-old girl. And I remember they, in one of the previews for the episodes, they said, like, CPS was like, will the beast be tamed? And it was a picture of Taylor. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> 10, a 65-pound little girl. Um, and I just, I do think it's unfortunate the way it came across because I didn't like her. She was brat. She was spoiled. She didn't want to do anything, but what a feminist icon. (laughs) (laughs) What? I mean, literally there were, she told every single person in that town to go fuck themselves. That's incredible. <laughs> That's incredible. She, she did have the she guts did. to do it. She was the best leader, in my opinion. <laughs> really? Well, she was a genius, of course. But, I mean, she, you know, she convinced four other girls. Her, uh, I call them Taylor and the Taylorettes. Her whole <laughs> the posse. yellow team posse. Uh. She convinced them to to stand up to 15-year-old boys and look them right in the eye and say, I'm not doing what you tell me to do. And that is like, whoa. Pretty <laughs> impressive. Tyler, impressive. Tyler, Tyler mentioned a scene uh, on the episode with the elections where uh, Markel is doing his pogo stick Antifa bit where he's tearing down the <laughs> and pogoing on it. And Taylor is leaning on a barn and she whistles Layla over and goes, Oh, yeah. poster down kill. and she runs she, she, she points and goes kill <laughs> yeah she kept a short leech, leash on those broads she really did she, she sicked her on him and, <laughs> and they did what she said it was crazy so, like, it was great um, but I do know she did have to get like homeschooled um, after the show aired because she was bullied so bad you know it was really really a, a terrible thing that she went through yeah um, take I mean, it all back it's pretty unethical, you know, just, just the idea end. that they, they turned... Imagine, I'm, I'm sorry, I don't mean to interrupt you, but can you no, no. Yeah. a 45-year-old producer at CBS, like, yeah, fuck this little girl. You yeah. know, like, yeah. <laughs> you know, it's just why were their minds, I don't know, they really kind of terrorized her. Um, no, and yeah. That totally makes sense, because, you know, at, at the end of the day, you're pitching the show to the, the country, and you're basically telling, turning the entire world against a small girl. And, like, we've even said in our show, like, we've you know, j- j- for fun, we've we've poked fun at the fact that she's oh, like yeah. completely evil, and you know, yeah, cold for the ESP. Yeah, it's, it's of course. U- different. You four on a podcast versus like, you know, Good Morning America. 
Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because at, because at that point they're you know she's a kid. Of course she's not perfect. Of course she's a brat because she's a ten year old. Right. Most right. are brats. Yeah, exactly. And she really, I mean, she was a pain in the ass. I won't lie to you. Um, <laughs> she really was. But you don't, you don't have to convince us. We believe you. We, yeah. we, 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 we make fun of her a lot. We do. You to make fun of her, but it's just, you would think that they, I mean, they really, they went in on her, I yeah. feel like. And, and I feel like 07 was the peak of like having a reality show with a villain. Because mm-hmm. like yeah. Simon Cowell, uh, the weakest link lady. And- like I feel like a lot of reality shows then instead of like togetherness were like everyone versus a very over the top character. Right, 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 exactly. Um and that's that's true in a way. Um because for most of the time we did like all really, really, really get along. Um and sometimes producers would have to like create drama between us because it was getting boring. Yeah. And yeah. um they they would lie to us sometimes and say like about you and they weren't. Oh um, shoot. What <laughs> grown men just gaslighting children? Absolutely. <laughs> oh man, I, don't I know. love that. I mean, I hate that, but I guess I'm just gonna be the one that asks all the very weird, specific niche questions. Yes, we uh, decided that beforehand. But, yes, you're right. <laughs> Thanks for breaking the wall. But uh, <laughs> uh, we have a theory on our podcast that uh, Taylor is actually Jonathan's daughter, or a clone <laughs> that's been injected with his DNA. What are your thoughts on that? <laughs> How did you know? <laughs> we got it. Vindicated. Gold stars all around. <laughs> I mean, it I makes sense, right? Well, on, on episode one, they're like, Mike's a Boy Scout. Laurel's good at school. Anjay's a spelling bee champion. Taylor kind of sucks, but she's in charge <laughs> too. And like, <laughs> like, she gets away with everything. And like, um. Yeah, that's the one thing Taylor didn't like her, didn't think she's a great person, but I mean, that's a 10-year-old girl. Like, come on. At least cut her some slack. Greg, on the other hand, do whatever you want. Oh, boy. Yeah, yeah. Greg Greg to us definitely seems like a bully in an old cartoon who would do, like, (laughs) chalk graffiti, stuff like that. So, so Greg was... The the snakes in the can that spring out when you... It's, was he actually like that? I mean, or was it more producer prompted? Like they knew that he would be the guy to go around and do that, so they'd prompt him to do it. No, he wasn't really producer prompted at all. He was oh, just your wow. hormonal fifteen-year-old anger and angst, and <laughs> mixed with like horniness and sadness. And just, <laughs> oh man, I'm still there. <laughs> All wrapped up into one. Um, yeah, I mean, he was the perfect depiction of like an angsty teen. Um, mm-hmm. And, you know, he didn't, that wasn't ever really prompted. He would just fly off the handle sometimes. He was very, uh, he, he was too old to be there, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, or not even too old, just too too aggressive. Like he was so angry a lot of the times. Um, but it, I mean, it's hard to say because I definitely went through angsty shit when I was 15. So maybe he's a wonderful person now. Um on but maybe he is <laughs> i know what i heard greg is doing now yes 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 yes, yes. he's a cop no oh, no. oh. All, all cops are greg <laughs> oh, oh greg yeah so yeah he, he he was a pain in the ass as well in um a very different way than taylor i was there were times i was like a afraid of him you know because we were all like these little he was he was like 510 at the time and you know we were all not and um very 
lot of, a lot of emotions going on. Yeah, I remember Sophia was crying, saying, like, That's Greg it. is so intimidating. He is. He'd get right in your face. Um, oh. I never saw him hit a girl. I don't think he would do that. But he threw Anja out a window. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? I'm sorry. <laughs> uh... <laughs> Was that it close? Most cartoon shit I've ever heard. <laughs> <laughs> like Fresh Prince of Bel Air, just <laughs> what? Like <laughs> flown out. Awesome. And Jay, awesome. like the very awesome last few days, boy. he like finally got the courage to stand up to Greg, and they were in the blue book. And Greg responded by throwing him out the window. <laughs> was this a prop window, like? No, it was the blue bunk window, like where they they were in their bunks, and like oh, window, and it was open, okay. and it was only okay. probably like three feet off the ground or something like that. But I guess he had, I wasn't there. AJ told me, I guess he <laughs> grabbed him by the shirt and threw him right out the window. Oh um, my god! And then you know, probably just went right back to work. AJ had the yeah. opposite recruitment strategy of you. Where you were like, I'm going to recruit the people who I think will respond to me. And Angie was like, I'm going to get the biggest and strongest and I'm not going to control them, but we're going to win some challenges. <laughs> he, he was a sixth grader with eighth graders every day. You know, oh, yeah. skip two grades. So he, I think, wanted to, I think he was definitely bullied in school being that, you know, really smart, kind of nerdy, skinny 12-year-old Indian kid with all the 14-year-olds. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that's what he was used to, and I, I think he wanted them to think he was cool. Um, and they just kind of walked all over him. Yeah. I love I, it. Yeah. <laughs> By the way. This glow-up of the season. Have you seen Anjay now? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 <laughs> He's a friend of the show. <laughs> he looks like a Bollywood prince. He does. He absolutely does. <laughs> he is handsome. So By the way, it's, 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 it is Anjay? Yes. Not Anjay. I don't. I don't think it matters. He's never okay. corrected me when I said Anjay, and okay, he's never because, corrected me when they said Anjay. So I don't know. Because okay. we were always we, confused. Yeah, most of the kids, it seemed like, were saying Anjay, but J- Jonathan would always say Anjay. <laughs> so we, we, we didn't know which it was. I don't. I don't either. You'd have to ask him. We thought it was a power move by Jonathan of just like yeah. the wrong name, kid. <laughs> calling him by the wrong name, yes. like like how we how like how we could have called you Lauren. <laughs> so so you brought up uh pharaoh is there any anyone else that you wanted to bring up that you felt was um underrepresented or just like your real ones that you hung out with on set like uh yeah. obviously uh, you probably didn't just hang out with the green team so. oh no no yeah, not to, to, to add to that question too um when i don't know how often y'all really were filming like how much downtime was there and what did you do I most of the time <laughs> just went to sleep. <laughs> that was the only downtime. We broke so many laws. So many <laughs> for laws. Um, yeah, we were, we didn't go to school. There was no schooling, obviously, yeah. um, which is illegal. Um, but they just told us to unenroll from school that we were in, and then re-enroll when we got back. And it, I don't know. The whole thing was very strange. So like, breaking <laughs> a lot of laws, and there there was no school. But we would film. I would, as a council member, I would have to get up around 6 a.m. every day, and mm-hmm. then we would go to bed around 10, and I, they would be filming us that whole time. That's, uh, that's intense. Yeah, but a lot of it was boring. A lot of times we were just hanging out, and there's a picture of me and, like, Sophia and Morgan, and I'm, like, braiding someone's hair, and, like, <laughs> you know, it was very, for the most part, very um, cohesive and fun and, like, summer camp. And then I think sometimes the producers were like, all right, this shit is not going to be entertaining, so let's stir the yeah, pot. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, 
That's yeah, my just- dream job. <laughs> just pot serve for children. children. Oh my god. Um, Lunch lady? <laughs> so yeah, Maggie, Pharaoh, um, Jasmine on the red team definitely deserved a lot more representation. I would say other than that, no one else really. The um, two that always come to mind are Maggie and Pharaoh. I remember watching it and it would be like episode six and I'd be like, okay, they've got to be coming at some point. They've got to be, you know, they're way too big to not be shown yeah. in some capacity and then um yeah no and then i was also olivia was way less bitchy than she looked on tv oh um, we stand olivia on this yeah. oh, okay, that's, that's, that's olivia what we fans. thought that's what we thought yeah she was she was way less um bitchy her and i were friendly i, I liked her a lot her and i have like rekindled a friendship a little bit um so yeah other than that i would say everyone that sort of deserved to be on the show not like did something significant enough to, to justify being in an episode. Right. Got, yeah. got the time, I would say, except those two. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Uh, yeah. One person I feel super underrepresented is Jonathan Karch. We don't get a <laughs> lot of Jonathan Karch time. Uh, he's the biggest kid. <laughs> I was... I think Greg's the oldest. He got out of all of the jobs. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> did, did, you, did Jonathan ever, like, come to the site and chat with the pioneers off camera? Or did you spend any oh, time wow. with him? Or no, he was, like a, he was an actor, you know? He was just coming in to do his job, and he left and went back to his hotel. Okay. Um, while we all were all... Stories. So, yeah, all the producers slept in, like, hotels. Um, they would There would be a couple of the producers that would stay on site with us. And even they had their own cabins um, that had beds and space heaters. And um, Damn. and we were just like, hey, can we have a sleepover? And, you know, no. Um, <laughs> no, Jonathan would show up. He'd do his lines. He'd have an earbud in his ear. And they'd kind of be feeding him lines and feeding him drama about what was going on between us. Um, because there were just cameras everywhere. And I honestly think there was like a control room nearby with just probably four dudes like you. Just, <laughs> are you guys also at this stage you're in your mid 20s do you also have like three friends yeah. <laughs> and, and they're here <laughs> this so is the hardest thing you already heard. mentioned the uh the political conversation mm-hmm. that was you know pretty crazy that didn't make it in there what was the like some of the other wildest things that happened that didn't actually make it into production uh well we were around um a lot of wild animals uh, <gasps> <laughs> I'm like, in. like non-showdown related animal encounters yes okay um we're in the middle of the new mexican desert you can actually the you can visit the set um it's called bonanza oh. ranch we've, we've google maps it we've considered <laughs> we've considered it there's okay. a tree view option <laughs> but uh the you know the terrain and the weather and so it was really 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 crazy so there were we brought obviously chickens goats um and then there were jackrabbits, cows, and bulls. Um, but there were also, you know, scorpions and rattlesnakes. Oh, God. And we, <laughs> we had a rattlesnake incident. Oh, my God. Oh, shit. A rattlesnake slithered onto set and, like, went up by the animals, um, probably trying to eat eggs, the eggs or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then someone spotted it, and it was just slithering down the street, really. And it was terrifying. Um, And, you know, I'm, like, in my bunk crying and hiding. And then, like, (laughs) 
Colton and the Georgia boys are like, let's go hang out with it. And, you know, oh, let's go catch it. Such a Colton move. Such a, you know, let's go hang out. No, get inside. <laughs> um, but they, we had an animal wrangler on set at all times. So he oh, went okay. and removed it. Um, yeah, we had an animal wrangler, bunch of producers, doctors, psychologists, psychiatrists, nutritionists. Uh, nutritionists. Easiest job in the world, I guess. Because they, <laughs> they didn't do anything. It was just hard to Yeah. Think. Yeah, you're not eating well at all. <laughs> <That's absurd>. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I mean, I, I, um, I actually, I lost 10 pounds while I was there. Oh, man. I should do yeah. that. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> 10 pounds in six weeks. You know, you just got to go to the middle of the desert and have a lot of emotional breakdowns and never <laughs> You are golden. <laughs> but, yes, uh, biggest thing that didn't make it, rattlesnake encounter. And also, I thought this would have been cute to put on the show. But there were like crushes and like, you know, like little is and, you know, and people like I had my first kiss there. And whoa, yeah. <laughs> it's just we would play spin yeah. the bottle and truth or dare. And we were playing spin the bottle at one point and the cameras just came <laughs> silent. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> We were all like, you know, we were middle school. We were all like kissing each other and, yeah. and everything. And they felt they just sat there like, God, that's like, so oh creepy. god, that footage <laughs> exists somewhere. Oh god, yeah, don't like that the footage exists and that it's not around. <laughs> but I'm glad it's not around. Um, but yeah, I thought it would have been cute and like it because it was all very innocent, obviously. But yeah, of course, of course. Yeah, but, but they. I just they, hope it's destroyed. <laughs> if it didn't make it to air. It scary? scary, my god. <laughs> Gary's raising a lot of questions that we did not anticipate being raised. Yeah. Oh, this this might not air. Sorry for <laughs> your time, Laurel. Uh, I'm just kidding. Uh, any other moments that really stuck with you or, or were just otherwise really impactful? It doesn't have to be, you know, rattlesnakes rolling through the middle of town, but um, just any moments. Obviously, it's a very formative time in your life. Right. So, um, yeah. I mean, just the, the things that always come to mind are the times when we had downtime, you know, they would be setting up cameras and we'd be, you know, we'd oftentimes have to get on a bus to go to the showdowns um, because oh. they would be like five, ten. Oh yeah. They weren't like close by, you know, they were all over the place. Um, so we would be loading up the bus and we would be hanging out they'd be setting up cameras and it would take a while. Um, and then that downtime was just so awesome. Um, I remember there was one point me and Michael sat in the green girls bunk like towards the end of the show and just talked for three hours and mm -hmm. i learned all about seattle he learned all about boston our similarities our differences and we would do that all the time and kids today just don't do that um right. we had no cell phone we had no computer there was no social media no one had video games um we smelled like shit you know. <laughs> <laughs> the only thing we could do was talk to each other and it was like the the best conversations to this day I ever had you know once you're living with someone you get past that that small talk area yeah. real quick and um i learned so much and i'm i was so open-minded and um yeah really i would say that sounds cheesy but it's it's true it was the um mm -hmm. the downtime where the cameras weren't rolling and we were just hanging out and that was when it was like oh this is just summer camp and um, it was, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, sure. at, at, awesome. at some point during that downtime, Devad was like, "I'm going to do a villain monologue into the camera." <laughs> <laughs> so, it just struck me that Devad is just David backwards. No, oh. I guess. Uh, yeah, I guess so. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> 
it was like King David and the Jesus thing. Holy shit. Well, and so they just went, her name's Devad now. That's the, that's the biblical parallel. <laughs> yeah. There you go. Thank you, Laurel. She's the evil king of evil. She evil is. King of Israel. <laughs> so. <laughs> Who hates the Hindus? <laughs> was she as evil? In real life, as she seemed on camera, or she's a pain in the ass. At least people, like you know, I'm. I'm it's so hard for me to talk about these people like they're actual adults. You just, again, right. it's a yeah, okay. of course, of course, that bad of a person. No, she's a pain in the ass. You know, she was <laughs> annoying. Um, she was from Atlanta. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Fuck so, you, Will. <laughs> Taylor, Jared, Devad, Hunter, Markel, Jasmine. Wow! All for about eight of them were from Georgia. Did any of them? They they didn't know each other. No, but uh, there were four kids from Reno, and they all knew each other. Greg, Randy, oh, wow. Greg, Randy, Colton, and Emily all grew up rodeoing together, which is a real sport, which I didn't know. Oh uh, wow! Swing, swing vote, Randy. <laughs> yeah. So uh, yeah, um, oh, you asked me God. something. I, I guess um, going back to you know you were having oh, Devon, Devon. I'm sorry, I wanted yeah. to get back to Devon. No, that's she, fine. That's fine. She discovered capitalism at a very young age. <laughs> 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 um, the Vod is Ayn Rand spelled backwards. It's a great episode. It's a fantastic episode. Yeah. Uh, so no, she wasn't that did, bad. Did she vote for herself every, every, time. every single time? Unbelievable, man. <laughs> and she would bribe people before they went in. She would cook for them. Potatoes. She would walk around with potatoes and be like, vote for me, vote for me. You know, like a sorority girl trying to like do recruitment or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> She was like, I'm going to be president of Delta Gamma. Vote for me. You know, and that was <laughs> the Amazing. Um, and yeah, she was so, anyone who constantly boosts themselves and constantly brags about themselves, every time she said it, even if we wanted to give it to her, we were like, we're not, we're not, we're not going to do it. <laughs> Hell yeah. Hell yeah. We, we figured you get, you get one week to vote for yourself and it's got to be the week <laughs> you crush it. And exactly. If you do it every single week, you're crying wolf. But like, like, if, like, like the first time Greg, the first time Greg did it, first time he voted for himself. Yeah, you can do yeah. that once, and then after you that, you're like, no. And she really thought she was like doing groundbreaking shit. Like she, <laughs> she just, did. That was the thing, right? Like potatoes. Like, she was like, I'm working so hard. I'm doing all the, and we're like, but bitch, where? You know. <laughs> <laughs> it is so comforting to know that you guys, who are being filmed and living that experience. Had the same reaction as oh, yeah. the people watching the show. It wasn't, you know, it was all genuine. She literally, yeah. there were apples in the kitchen. She cut up some apples. She shoved a stick on them, <laughs> put, them put them in the middle of the town, and said five cents. I'm gonna get a stick and do that myself. I don't <laughs> do, it do that shit for free. Also, you're <laughs> upper class. She just went and stole shit. <laughs> yeah. Her, her response was like, oh, it's like a restaurant. I'm like, the restaurant doesn't use your groceries. <laughs> <That's> crazy. <laughs> And then she just keep it for herself. I don't know. <laughs> it's it's so amazing. Strange. The right. biggest that is such big dick energy. Like that is such big divide energy. Big divide energy. There's a promotional uh shot for the show. You've probably seen it, where everyone's like acting naturally, candidly. Devad is staring dead at the camera. <laughs> <laughs> She's looking at the viewer through the lens. <laughs> yes. They're not ready for my potatoes. <laughs> <laughs> that all was, a lot of the shit she cooked was so good. I will give her that. 
She yeah. made like a homemade ketchup. Like a, I don't know how she did it. I don't care. Oh, but it was actually very good. I mean, we were never gonna give her anything back. <laughs> <but it> was... <laughs> her in the eye and hear her, her pitch and be like, oh, yeah, we'll definitely consider you. Thanks. Like, well, fuck, I'm not giving her that time. <laughs> <laughs> Give me those potatoes. Um, but yeah, Devon was... You know it's bad when Gylan sees through your guys. <laughs> and I mean, that, that whole, the chair table flip, it just, it doesn't get better. It doesn't get better. It doesn't get any better. He mm-hmm. said, Teresa Judah, I'll something better. <laughs> did, you, did you guys give her shit when she would vote for herself? Would you just be like, are you kidding? We <laughs> make fun of her, but she, didn't, she was like Taylor. Oh she had God. that unwavering confidence that just, <laughs> no matter what, she wasn't going to budge. And there's actually one point uh, where she votes for herself, and I very sarcastically responded, oh, I'm so shocked. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Like, we didn't even have wanted to walk in. We were like, should we just put the vote in? We know she can go make potatoes. We'll just put the vote down. Like, and, and in full clarity, Laurel, um, it, it seems like every time anyone votes for themselves on the show, you have uh, done what we lovingly refer to as the Laurel face, which oh. is <laughs> yes. <laughs> Holy shit! So there every- it is. Every time someone went in and voted for themselves, you were does that? Come on. <laughs> But the, it was just the way that they panned over to you, like, are you kidding? They did it one time, and they just kept using the same footage. The, the Laurel face and the Olivia face are the two we get. Uh... <laughs> With her, like, pursed lips and her squinty, yes. like... Yes! She's like, <laughs> it's like a fierce side-eye. There's yeah. going on, you know? So good, so good. Yeah, I wasn't a fan of people voting for themselves. I thought that was so tacky. and Very yeah. tacky. Very tacky. So... Let me ask you this. If you were put in charge of a Kid Nation reboot, <laughs> you were able to build it all from the ground up. If it was legal, if you were able to get away with breaking as many laws as you were able to, like then, how would you do it? Where would you? My favorite thing to think about is I think they should re- reboot it with all of us right now. Same conditions, same everything. But just fill the saloon with actual booze. And then let's just see what happens. <laughs> oh, man. Um, yeah, I would say if I did it in 2020, it would be hard because I would have to meet, which is a good thing. I would have to meet all the the, the laws of we would have to have uh, this many black kids. We would have to have this many gay kids. We would have to have at least someone trans. You know, we would have to really make sure we, we filled all of that. And I just think because we're so much more and, and gratefully, you know, that we're so much more politically aware right now. And um, I don't think we could really get away with all the things that we did in 2007. Um, but I would do the same thing with the Gen Zers today. Can you imagine the first 48 uh, hours of them without TikTok? I was going to say TikTok, <laughs> yes. <laughs> they do. You know, they got right. users in the corner like, must do a dance. You know, like it would be. Do you want running water or TikTok? Yeah, TikTok. And 99% of them would pick TikTok. Um, I do have- so I'd love to, to see it with the Gen Zers of today. I think that would be gold because I think they would really struggle with the lack of uh, technology. Did you guys really pick the Bibles? Because that. that <laughs> they my, voted. My jaw they dropped. Voted. It was, it was actually, the kids actually did actually overwhelmingly decide actually- that they wanted the books. You know, because they gave so much shit the, the the time before, so we were just like, "All right, vote." They, that's what they picked. I hmm. I don't believe I, I I was sure that was producer influence. Like, all right, yeah, we, we really <laughs> thought they were pushing the agenda. 
Life of a Christian <laughs> bookstore sponsored the show. I mean, after they we got the books and that one scene of us reading them, no one ever read them. Oh, again. yeah. <laughs> that's just, that's just thing. yeah. There was no downtime. Let's go search the Quran. Like, that wasn't happening. <laughs> <laughs> so... Yeah. Yeah, only Alex, I think. Alex was the only one who read them. And of course it was Alex. They read them cover to cover, all of them. <laughs> In a night. You could probably recite them, little genius. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, we, smart. We love Alex a lot, too. Alex is great. Really great. Uh, do you uh, do you keep up with, like, I guess, um, more, pr- more present day, uh, do you keep up with anybody, or before any of this, you know, Kid Nation... Uh, resurgence started were you in touch with any other kids that you met there yeah so like Like, we all uh followed each other on social media obviously so we would keep up with each other then i was keeping in touch back and forth with kennedy and morgan and dk mostly kennedy's actually a lawyer now she just passed her bar exam nice oh yeah congrats kennedy if you're listening a a little sad that she's not a prop comic but Yeah, she was also a tennis superstar. That's how she got on the show. Um, Something I never bring up. She's like Olympian, not Olympian, but super great tennis player. Um, I'm sorry, you asked me these questions and I go off. so talented. No, it's okay. Don't worry about it. This is the best part. What was the best? The hot air balloons were amazing. Oh! (laughs) (laughs) No, we were saying you going on tangents was the best part. But but I do appreciate you spoiling that for me now. Yeah, me too. Hey, hey, if anybody's going to spoil the show for us, I'm glad that it's you. Yeah. yeah. It's not That's Sean. Really I just oh want to let you Honestly, know. you should just embrace it and just say a bunch of random shit now that I, I will have to believe you. Yeah, on. you can lie. Jonathan <laughs> dies in the finale. <laughs> Jonathan, <laughs> Jonathan is all of our fathers, and that's how the show ends. <laughs> we never Gather around. <laughs> I'm your dad. Um, so things you're not supposed to know about that was my favorite part. And there's also okay, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna tell you. Um, do it. Do it? Yes. Okay. Uh, we get in. We get a huge arcade as a reward, mm-hmm. um, and we take it. So my the arcade was awesome. I remember there's a there's footage of me playing Jack Blackjack as a 12 year old and taking chips and like taking people's money. Oh my god. <laughs> Yeah, there was air hockey. There was oh my god, it, it was the craze of DDR of Dance Dance Revolution. Oh yeah, and we had, or you know, so that that was really fun, and we would just go in there and hang out all the time. And you're you're gonna get to some juicy things. <laughs> oh, I can't wait. And the arcade, of course, causes a lot of problems, and then et cetera, et cetera. Taylor cries. It's a whole thing. Well, an she, she hates video games. <laughs> That's my favorite part of any episode. <laughs> <laughs> I love when that 10-year-old girl cries, man. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they, they edit it for you to cheer for that, though. So that's not that's on CBS. Her and Jared are the best parts. Yeah. If there yeah. was Taylor, I like, that's just the best part of the show. They, mm. they struck gold with Jared, especially. Like, I've, oh, yeah. Day one, a producer was like, I'm, I'm tailing you. Like, you're... you're, you're that's, why you he's, he's our, um, that's why he's our cover art to the show. Yeah, he's gone. In a panic, I had to, I had to, um, I had to go up to my girlfriend and be like, "Can you draw this kid?" <laughs> <laughs> I, I promise. I promise. This time, it's for a podcast. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Stop. Gary, I'm getting concerned. This is really good. <laughs> uh, uh, 
when the first show first aired, I mean, you mentioned obviously the unfortunate stuff that happened with Taylor, but were you getting recognized out in public like crazy? Um, uh, kind of, um, for a very short period of time, uh, from like ages 12 to 13, I would get recognized. Um, the biggest one was when I was at the mall with my mom and there was like a trail of people like following me and taking pictures of me oh, on their God. flip phones. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta get this on my razor. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't realize how many people actually watched it. Um, so I'm always surprised when people like know about it or even know what it was. Um, but yeah, there was a little bit of recognition. Um, other than that, no. No, no one ever really came up to me. And then I remember I saw Maggie or someone saying that got like two minutes of airtime. She did an interview saying how she got recognized all the time. And I was like, well, you fucking didn't. We, we figured out that Maggie and Natasha were two different people last episode. Natasha <laughs> <laughs> yeah. gave lots of boys lots of kisses on that show. Uh-huh. Oh! Juicy. <laughs> I think it's a few who got their uh, first kiss from uh, Natasha there. So, <laughs> simmer down, Gary. Laurel's going to get me canceled would be for no reason. <laughs> What were you I, I was going to say, I wanted to see if, if you would be comfortable uh, telling us who your first kiss was on the show then. Um, it was Blaine. <gasps> oh, <You love> Blaine. <laughs> Excellent choice. Had, he was my like, boyfriend at the end. Oh, what? <laughs> Michael's wow. girlfriend, Michael, green tea Michael, his girlfriend was Natasha. Oh, Michael. Oh, Michael thought. <laughs> it's actually tote, but I do like that you say thought. Oh, it's tote. tote, like tote bag. But I like what? <laughs> he's, he's Michael Thought forever. Yeah. Yeah. Clarity, yeah. We either call him Michael Thought or Thoughty, so that's not the same. Yeah. Poor bastard. He, he posted on the AMA like that kids were hooking up, and I think people saw that and thought like. There was a bunch of sex going on and things yeah. like that. And in the contract, I actually had to sign when I got the contract for the show that if I got pregnant, CBS wasn't responsible. Oh, my Jesus. God. You're 12. Um, and it basically, if I died, CBS wasn't responsible either. And um, signed away. I don't know why. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, that he, he made it sound, I think, a lot more intense. And then people were like, who was hooking up? Like, what was going on? And it was not nearly. As I figured it was probably harmless. Yeah. Yeah. Like a Who like knows? a middle school date. I, I just, <laughs> yeah, yeah, just a lot of no one actually hands. each other in the eye, you know. Like it was just. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Blaine, yeah. the fifth member of Neutral Milk Hotel. <laughs> I don't know who that is. Uh, they're a band that dresses <laughs> dresses like Blaine. He's <laughs> got that barn coat, the little hat. <laughs> Sounds yeah. Um, y'all. Uh... Are we ready to do quick draw? We have some quick draw questions. Wait, but the app? What? No, no, no. It's just like rapid oh. fire, like yes or no, basically. Well, the first one you already answered, which is, is it really as cold as it looked outside? Because. <laughs> <laughs> What's the uh, the best thing to buy at the store? Uh, peanut butter cups. Ooh. Ooh. Did you brush your teeth? <laughs> uh, first 14 days, used my finger, water, and baking soda. Okay. And after that, we had a toothbrush, which so, is so dangerous. So, so Savannah made a TikTok recently 
kind of doing an AMA of some questions she's gotten in comments. And she says that over 40 days, she didn't brush her teeth once. Well, she's from Kentucky. (laughs) (laughs) That just might be normal for her. Because we saw that and we're like, oh, that makes sense. They didn't have toothbrushes. And the next episode we watched where you got toothbrushes and like, oh, she had no excuse. She chose not to. But honestly, there were probably a bunch of 10-year-old boys and that, that didn't brush their teeth the whole time they were there either. I would Fair point, yeah. <laughs> I, I heard, heard Jonathan didn't either. <laughs> <laughs> now he's a nasty man. Jonathan, <laughs> Jonathan would show up to, at, at make one kid cry on camera than leave. <laughs> I, know Jonathan has, has, I know Jonathan has children now, so I just imagine him every day getting up, getting them up out of bed like, Pioneers! <laughs> Back to your bunks. Taylor, wake up. It's me, your dad, Jonathan. <laughs> Taylor, too. It's me, Jonathan, your real dad. Ta- Taylor Prime. <laughs> What's next uh, on the list? Is root beer ruined forever? <laughs> is root beer what? Ruined forever for you. No, I learned how to take Jaeger bombs with that root beer. <laughs> oh, that's something else we should talk about, huh? We we were curious what what went into a virgin Jaeger bomb. Um, it was bleach. Um, it, it was <laughs> actually yes. <laughs> Not on purpose. Um, so yeah, we had soda. Uh, we had like root beer, cream soda, orange soda, um, and then we had a bunch of like flavoring syrups. And there was like lemon, vanilla, um, God knows whatever. And the whole bleach thing happened because the lemon syrup was the same color as the bleach that they used to use. And so kids did bonanza bombs with shots of bleach. Bonanza bombs. I I was under the impression Devad swapped the two. So it's it's good to know know that uh, it was The producer never came forward. So maybe it was actually Devad. Oh my God. Um, but yeah, we would do that, and then Greg obviously showed us. He showed us what a Jaeger bomb was. Um, okay. okay. Yeah. We thought maybe the producers were like, "I wish." Want- <laughs> there's a scene where um, is it? Who's the kid that goes home? Cody. Cody. Yeah. Cody is slumped over the bar drinking, and like he couldn't have. Like that has to be from a movie or a producer. You can't. You can't look like an alcoholic at the age of eight. <laughs> <laughs> Times where the boys are in the saloon, like. This is gonna be a hard day. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's so good. It's great. We were just drinking soda shots, and um, yeah, I did many, many a bit of bomb there. Doing shots <laughs> with Layla. <laughs> soda rehab. <laughs> Does somebody else want to take over the quick fire questions? I've asked like four. Yeah, yeah. What did you miss uh, from home besides uh, family and friends? Any, no, unless, you, unless you didn't miss family. And I friends. didn't miss home at all. I was very sad to leave. I loved being on my own. No one could tell me. No one could ground me. I didn't didn't miss home at all. Nice. That's nice. Uh, did you actually have to ring the bell every single morning at 5.30 a.m.? At 5.30? Yes. Six. Around six. Six? Yep. Okay. Every that's, day. That's insane. Why that early? Why did they make you do that that early? Just to torture us a little bit more. Cool. <laughs> I don't, really don't know. If you to had make- no showdown, there's nothing to do that day. <laughs> Just get up at six and wait. Exactly. Sleep deprivation is a key part of the Stanford prison experiment. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what was um? 
what was this isn't a quick draw, but um, which uh, showdowns stand out in your mind? Oh my God, I hated them. I hated them <laughs> so much, and everyone really loved them. But um, you know, I that's I'm, I don't play sports. I don't. I'm bad at it. Don't care about it. Um, the one that was the hardest was the the second episode, the water pipe challenge. Mm. Oh, oh. Okay. yeah, no, no surprise there. I, who, who? Why do people know how to plumb? Like, <laughs> <laughs> what I think the first few challengers were really, really, really hard, they and I think, that way. yeah, and I think the producers, a lot of them, were from Survivor, so I think they had that level of like survivor-esque challenges but they didn't realize we were half the people's size <laughs> on survivor um so they actually had to make them a little bit easier as they went on because people were getting hurt and like they were really yeah hard so the water pipe challenge crazy so so bad um yeah that was that was really bad but the gumball challenge was really fun because we won for the first time. <laughs> yeah. We cheered so much. How embarrassing. Almost had the political one if it went for damn Andrew Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> damn it. Um, he had told I'm, me that too. I'm still mad at her. <laughs> I'm surprised that the water pipe one is the one you hated the most and not the beans one. I thought that was so funny. Everyone- oh, good. <laughs> You know, everyone was free. Well, because we did get, we got showers every three days. So after oh, every good. showdown, they would take us to this, um, these two big trailers um, that had showers inside. Uh, so I knew we were going to get, take, take a shower after that, but oh, it good, was good. gross. It really <laughs> was. Um, but yeah, there was pig shit everywhere. Oh. Just, I mean, it was gross. But I mean, it's funny. You know, it wasn't, it wasn't as. as was bad. Mallory actually kicked in the head? She was, yeah. <laughs> Poor I little Mallory. She, I thought she, at the time, was kicked in the head by a pig, which is really funny. But <laughs> actually, um, no, it was, I think Greg accidentally kicked her. <laughs> oh, sorry. Okay. I think they kicked her right in the head, and she had to be taken out of the show now. <laughs> oh, man. Poor Mallory. <laughs> she, she's another one of our show faves as well. Oh, uh, she was so tiny. Monkey. Very tiny. The yeah. Ikea monkey. Yeah. Mike, Michael, do you get the next question? Okay, uh, Laurel, <laughs> I want you to call me garbage. <laughs> it's, it's, oh, a, it's an oh. excellent question. He really liked how you would say garbage. Garbage. <laughs> there is garbage everywhere. Chills. <laughs> Still running down my spine right now. <laughs> they, they made you say gold star every single time. I don't constantly, think any. <laughs> constantly. It's for that reason, too. Yeah, I know. It's, it's yeah, of course. They yeah. never had Anjay say gold star. It was always oh, you. <laughs> you know, you could say it perfectly in my friggin' cigarette smoking <laughs> Irish Catholic. <laughs> you know, they, they loved it. They loved it. Gold star. Gold star. <laughs> It's so funny because the very first time that you were introduced on our show, uh, I was like, and we have Laurel, the very obviously Catholic one. (laughs) (laughs) I blessed myself, I think, twice. And every single time, they just used it over and over again. And I still do it today when I get nervous. I'm like, oh, my God, Jesus Christ. I don't mean it. (laughs) I'm not actually praying to anything, but instinct and yeah. you know they they acted like i was fucking the pope or something <laughs> <laughs> you, you were doing what to the pope <laughs> this is a real tell-all 
but so yeah, now that... get to the really actually important part of this interview. These are the very serious questions, and that's uh, this is the bean segment. Um, <laughs> so let me ask you, Laurel, what's your favorite kind of bean? Pinto. <laughs> that's my favorite horse. <laughs> uh, how many cans of beans could you eat at the time of recording, and how many do you think that you could eat now? Uh, none and none. <laughs> and then what did they do with those beans once that challenge was over? No idea what they did with the beans. No idea what they did with the pigs. I have no idea. <laughs> did you get, you get barbecue a couple days later? <laughs> Probably. I mean, they did give us a catered lunch every day. They did? Oh. oh. This, is this is good. Good to know. Yes. That's required, right? By who? A lot. A lot. I, I mean, guess. I started doing that like a weekend, but I think they noticed like, oh shit, like they're losers. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> I don't kidding, think they but... were as prepared as they should have been um, right. in a lot of ways. But yeah, we got a catered lunch every day. And then uh, every showdown day, we got like a huge, big like buffet meal. Um, oh, so, oh wow, well, that sounds fun. I want to go now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There was only one day out of the three days that we had to cook everything we ate. So there was one day you were starving. So there was. Uh, so what you're saying is better than I live now. <laughs> yeah. So what you're saying is they didn't need to kill that chicken. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't need to do anything that they did. <laughs> um, yeah, no. I guess just a, a so, general. So didn't really matter then like at all like if you were the cooks that was you basically just got to do nothing but dishes right pretty much there were a lot of dishes uh they would have to cook and we always had to cook breakfast and then there was a day where you had to cook at all all your meals um but yeah Sophia just was like no one's gonna eat if we don't you know do something about this and um I mean we didn't even know how I didn't know how to boil pasta when I got there you saw the first episode Oh yeah. yeah. There's so much goddamn pasta. I don't think I was allowed to touch <laughs> at that point. <laughs> so yeah, that was uh yeah. So we did get fed, we did get showers, and also it was a set, so there were craft service trucks. Mm. Wow. Like all around. So um Yeah. If you wanted a, a snack, you could get it. Um right. so yeah, it wasn't it wasn't totally we were fed a lot. If, if you had money you go to the VOD. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that makes the VOD's business even you fucking worse. Be, you could literally be on the ground close to death starving, and Devad would be like, no buffalo nickel, can't help you. I don't know. <laughs> I know it's free right there. <laughs> yeah, exactly. yeah. Uh, I think that that about wraps it up. I, I, uh, I know. No, other, no other questions? Now no, I'm just You have questions just, for I us? Was, <laughs> I was just going to say, like, overall, how, how would you rate the, this weird childhood experience of yours? Did you like it? I loved it. Oh, I hell yeah. It was, so, I mean, everyone, you know, we talk about all the crazy things that happen, but I think every single person, I mean, loved it. Except Jimmy. That's great to hear, though. <laughs> <laughs> Jimmy. Jimmy decidedly did not like it. He lied, too. He lied about something. He was like, um, you know, I, I was there, and, and then I came home, and I had to make up so much schoolwork. Kim was there for four days. Like, no, you didn't. No, don't lie. So long, but, but regardless, thank you for joining us today. Yeah. It was, yeah, it was so been pleasure so goddamn you. fun, Laurel. Yeah, people are going to listen to this and either continue to love me or hate me. So it'll go either That way. is impossible. I know where I stand. No one I won't could say ever listen to this and hate me. Yeah. <laughs>
<laughs> Can I make a quick plug? Yes. Be sure to check out the uh, the Eric Barber interviews because uh, they helped us a lot yes. with this. Or, or they helped us a lot getting set up and stuff. They're a cool community. Uh, I said I'd plug them too. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, yeah, he's given uh, interviews. He's gotten like a bunch of us. Yeah, he's a machine. I don't know. I don't how. know how he does it. He just, our, got, he just DM'd me. He literally just slid into my DMs. It was like, do you want to do an interview? And I was like, okay. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, we did too. <laughs> now, yeah. that, now that you've checked out our interview, <laughs> hop over bit. to Eric Barber's channel and give him a view. He, he's good people. Uh, is is well, I, I know I'm sure that that you you are careful about what information you share about your socials. Uh, is there any and you yeah. want to play your socials at all or, or, or oh, yeah, Instagram, can find you? Um, you know, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, thinking of only fans might get that going. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Instagram is just my first and last name, Laurel McGough. Um, Twitter, Laurel underscore McGough one. If you follow me on Twitter, they're all linked together. You can you cool. can I'm not hard to find. Um cool. Yeah. Cool. Awesome. Uh, I don't have an OnlyFans, by the way. I just want to make sure everyone. <laughs> yeah, for the record. yeah, you might have unraveled a whole can of worms there. <laughs> Gary just puts down his phone. Oh, I. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much. <laughs> <laughs>